Do you still listen to music on cassette tapes? Do you still connect to the internet with dial-up? No? Then why are you still using a data warehouse? The data warehouse had a great run, but it's outdated. It wasn't built for 90% of today's data. It can't handle modern use cases like machine learning. It's time for a new paradigm. The Databricks Lakehouse brings all your data together on one open platform so you can tackle every use case from BI to AI. Discover Lakehouse at Databricks.com. So, here we are again, Mr. Huxable. How lovely yes. to see you. How are you? Well, do you know what? I'm, I'm very good um, because our backdrops today, backdrops today, actually, yeah. uh, actually are accurate because the sun is shining outside, <laughs> and uh, every, yeah. everything feels everything feels good in the world, doesn't it? It's pretty. You know, this is going out just before Easter, um, yeah. so happy Easter, everybody! Um, I hope you have a little, a, a nice break. The sun is out. Um, I put a post on LinkedIn, which you, which you, which I'm grateful you liked on Tuesday. I was out walking the dog. The sun was coming up over the hills. We're coming out of lockdown. I thought everything is all right with the world. So I'm good. Long, yeah, long I saw that. answer. Gert Lash. Yeah, no, Gert Lash up, up this neck of the woods in Wiltshire. Yeah, it's all Gert Lash in it. The countryside is looking beautiful. beautiful. And, uh, you know, everybody's out and about. A bit of a more of a spring in the step. Uh, you know, cust customers ready to spend some more money. I know. But do you know what I'm really looking forward to? Because the sun's out. I can't sun's wait out. to stand in a pub beer garden <laughs> and have a glass of cider glass of cider yeah. well that'll be good because in a couple of weeks to in a few weeks time at the end of april we'll be doing our cider and cx yes right. nicely done Facebook yeah, I do it from a pub beer garden well hey, that's a good idea yes yeah. hey, we we shouldn't actually have these brainstorming ideas whilst we're recording this for no, that's true though. sorry sorry you. listening to get, get any, a glimpse into our minds that we put stuff together according on to the you alcohol do, you don't want a glimpse into our minds <laughs> my god Anyway, anyway, moving on. <laughs> what are we talking about today? So you interviewed somebody, apparently. I did. I did. You yes, um, I did. Uh, so I was very, very lucky to chat to um, the owners uh, or the owner, one of the owners of uh, Blackerdon uh, Farm Cottages, which is um, which is a holiday business uh, down that based down near Mere in South Devon, in, in a place called Ivebridge, about. Five or six miles outside of Plymouth, and um, Marcus Marcus Bailey, who you will see in a little while, um, it, it talks us through. And this is a business. Marcus's business, Marcus and Ryan's business, is in really in the impact zone. So you know, we've been talking the last few weeks about where businesses find themselves. Um, you'll you'll hear how Marcus has really thought about his client journey or his guest journey um, yeah. from the from the inception of the business and the creation of the barn uh, creation of the cottages uh, through to how how he um, executes or how they execute it now. So take a look. Here we go. Well, I'm delighted to be joined uh, by Marcus Bailey. Marcus um, is a co-owner of Blackerton, uh, the cottages at Blackerton farm um so welcome marcus welcome to customer experience r and r thank you for joining me thanks for having us um marcus you've got a, a really uh, exciting and award-winning business uh, tell tell us a little bit about uh, what you've what you've been up to and what you've been doing at, at blackerton okay so um in, in terms of the award that you referenced we've just been announced by visit devon as the best new tourism business in the county 
and also we received um, a silver award for being ethical, responsible and sustainable, so the top two in the, in the county as well. Um, and that gives you kind of a, a snapshot as to uh, where we are in our in our business journey and, and what we're really about. So, so how, would, how, how would I kind of explain what's been going on? Well, um, we moved back to the West Country in November 2019, um, having decided we wanted to have a lifestyle change, be in a beautiful part of uh, the world and share this part of the world with, with tourists in a responsible way. So we set about um, renovating um, the farm has a number of cottages, whether it's a one, two, three, five, ten bedroom place um, on the edge of Dartmoor. And we, we work with local tradesmen to do that. And we reopened four weeks before the COVID pandemic first closed us down in, in March 2020. So um, it's meant that the last year has been a real roller coaster, but one that's been full of learnings. And um, I ultimately feel that what we've learned and taken away from it, as well as what we originally wanted to put into this kind of business, has allowed us to do something which is a little bit different and will hopefully attract the next generation of visitors to Dartmoor or staycationers, as people tend to put it at the moment. So, so that, that gives you a bit of wow. background. <laughs> what a journey. Four weeks before COVID, yeah. Um, <laughs> you probably, that probably wasn't in your business plan. It wasn't, but you know what? Um, we've worked in corporate life for 25 years. And when you're in a corporate, uh, I used to make sure things like, um, things that are gonna affect your reputation or affect your business performance, that you're prepared for it. You always put scenarios in. And you know what? It was, it was a blind spot, actually. Um, and now it's certainly something that we would have in our, in our plans for the future. And um, do you know what? Whilst last year was tough, we still made it work. And I would actually say, if this kind of thing happens and we have one bad business year in every 10, then actually it's still a really good business to have. Um, if you look at any kind of business, they, they have good years, they have bad years, there's those which go through like a cycle. Um, so if we plan, say, for one in every 10 years, that's, that's good. And actually, it's probably only going to happen once in a lifetime. Do you know what? During the, the last 12 months we've been running this, this podcast, Rich and I, one of the things we, we talk about all the time to businesses is have a plan. You know, if, you know, uh, if, if you don't have a plan, you can you can basically plan to fail. And, and one of the things you just said there really resonated with me with this, you know, the, the blind spot and, you know, plan it, plan in a bad year, you know, every decade so that you know that that sits in your in your in your business model. It's because I suppose if you think back to the last five years for, for businesses and you think about the pandemic, then we you know before that we had Brexit. And if you go back even 10 years, you know, mm -hmm. then we had the financial crisis. So you're absolutely right. There, there's, there's been bumps in the road for business all the way along, isn't there? So, um, but, but I'm keen to explore um, with you, Marcus, the, you know, you, you talked about your awards and you talked about your vision for, for the business and, you know, coming back from corporate life and moving back to, to, you know, what you and I know is such a beautiful county. Um, mm. You both live and, and are privileged to live and work here. But um, talk to me about, 
how you prioritise your guest experience um, and, and why that's important to you. So it started with the brand, really. What was it that our brand was going to stand for? What is it that we stand for? And how could we translate that into a customer journey? So from the moment people arrive to the moment they leave us and beyond, because people continue interacting with us on social media and hopefully rebook. Um, and if I, if I go back to what the brand is all about, you can, you can see it behind me. And it's almost a bit like an old school stamp of approval. Um, and then it features the, the imagery of the shape of the cottages or the courtyard, which you can see behind me. Um, and that kind of college style stamp of approval came from an idea which we thought about, which we called flashbacking. So not backpacking, but flashbacking. So when you were kids, you might have been taken on holiday to somewhere like Devon and Cornwall, probably stayed in a, a caravan, probably rained most days, but you were still dragged to the beach come what may, and you'd have sand in your sandwiches. Um, and we said, you know what, we want people to come here as adults, flash back to some of those things which they can perhaps romanticize now about their childhood and give their families and their friends and their work associates a new version, which is more at market, more luxury, anticipates their kind of technology leads, needs, but actually goes back to the core of what this place is all about, which is the stunning natural scenery, slightly slower pace of life, and a place where you can create memories. The, the, the key thing you just said there for me, Mark, is, um, is you, well, two, two key things. You talked about, you know, the guest journey when they arrive and, you know, what they're expecting. And, and again, one of the things that um, we, we shout loudly about at Insight 6 is measure, the measurement of that client journey is so important to make sure that every touch point is right. But the, the last thing you said there about creating memories um, is, is crucial, uh, as you'll know, to create any advocacy, the future return visits, the advocacy for your brand, you know, the recommendations for that. So how do you, what is it you do to create memories at, at Blackerton? So you could, you, could, you could start with even the booking process. And I'll talk about some of the things we actually do when guests are here. But if you start with the booking process, um, people might find you through a third party listing site. They might find you direct through your own website. But the most important thing, wherever they come from, initially is speed of response. When we moved to the area, we did our own mystery shopping, um, as, you'd, as you'd expect. And we've stayed in a number of places here and overseas. Um, and if somebody doesn't respond to you quickly and accurately, you automatically go down kind of the pecking order. So it's really important to us that we respond quickly and accurately. And it has helped us improve our conversion rates. We know, for example, that Sundays, especially Sunday evenings, are our busiest time for inquiries and bookings. Mm -hmm. So we need to make sure that we're available to respond pretty much as soon as somebody comes, comes through. So that's, that's the starting point. We then also, and this was COVID driven, um, the government guidelines were that you shouldn't really be doing face-to-face check-ins and you should limit your interaction face-to-face -face with, with customers. So we thought, well, what do we actually do? And we know um, as a next generation of staycationer ourselves, that 
sometimes you like a little bit of anonymity. You don't necessarily want to go and walk up and see somebody face to face anyway, and you use your technology. So people, when they book with us, they get an email, they get a WhatsApp message, or they can have a, an SMS message and we can phone them. So we know approximately 90% of our guests use WhatsApp now. So in addition to sending confirmations by email, we'll send a message on WhatsApp. We'll send video links to our cottages. We'll send a link to our website and invite them to follow us on social media. We also invite people to say between now and your arrival state, if you want to get in touch, feel free to drop us a message and we will um, we'll respond. Within all that other stuff that we send, we also provide a good stay guide. So traditionally, when you would turn up at a hotel or a guest house or a piece of self, place of self-catering accommodation, the first thing you do is you open a folder that's on a desk or on the dining table in there. We don't put one in the cottages. It's electronic and we send it to people as soon as they book. So they can find out all about the cottage. They can find out all about the tourist attractions that are here and they can look at the things that we recommend doing. So they can start planning, they can start getting excited and they can start creating memories as soon as um, they make a booking with us. That's such an important point, isn't it? Because in reality, you know, a lot of the excitement of, of, of going, you know, a staycation or going abroad or whatever it is is doing your research in the first place think what am i going to do actually when i when i'm there so mm. so 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 what a great what a great tip um in terms of um you talked about the conversion right there um you talked about conversion um in in what you just said marcus all those things you're doing to create that that engaging um journey is just is, is that really driving conversion for you i mean are, are you know forward bookings how are you doing well, this year is an exceptional year. And I think if you talk to most people in the hospitality business, they're going to have a good season, mainly because it's shorter and also because they've got a number of people that have carried over their bookings for from last year, not to mention the government advising that foreign holidays might not be an option. Um, that has pros and cons because places like Devon and Cornwall don't just, just attract domestic tourists. We actually attract visitors in from Europe and actually last year about 50% of our clients should have been from Europe and obviously couldn't come um, and the same might happen this year but yeah bookings are looking really good for for this year if I if I talk about um, repeat rates of business or guests coming back to us from our short season last year 60% of guests have rebooked for this year wow which we are so happy about um we also know that we've got some other big bookings which can't take place until at least mid-June, depending on the government roadmap going to plan, um, because we've got a 10-bedroom place which can sleep 20, 24 people, and that's used for things like wedding groups, multi-generational family parties, um, retreats, corporate planning days, and those things... Um, should happen throughout the year and we pushed ourselves quite hard on on that you know and if we'd have been able to open um in february our big cottage would have now been full every week of the year apart from christmas week wow um, and when we reopened then in in june that one all being well um it'll be free again it'll be it's, it's currently booked every week apart from christmas at the moment which um, we, we will book that shortly. Uh, so it, it shows you the appetite is there. 
Um, it is an exceptional year. We know that repeat bookings are, are high at 60%. We hope to build on that for, for future years. I also think, you know, this year, people talk about it being about staycations and people then going to want to get on a plane next year. Um, I do agree with that, but I also believe that people are more cognizant about seeing the beautiful places they've got in their own country. Um, I also know that we will hopefully reopen to guests from all over the world. Um, we've got a big group due in from America next year, for example, that are coming letterboxing on Dartmoor. They were due last year, they were due this year, and now they've rescheduled. So I do believe um, the pipeline will remain strong. And the corporate bookings where people haven't been allowed to travel for and gather, there's going to be an immense need to bring teams and people back together somehow. We, we've, we've got used to a new world of Zoom, but we know it's not quite the same thing when you need to build relationships, build rapport, um, and come up with new plans and ideas or have time for reflection. So I, I believe the, the profile of client might change a bit. So we'll get repeats, but then some of the people that don't come back will fill those with some of those other kind of pieces of business that I've mentioned. So a really optimistic outlook, which is fantastic. Um, and I think, you know, the, the other thing that I'm curious about, Marcus, is you talk, um, part of you, you, you talked about your sustainability award. And we know certainly in the last um, 12 months, the, the way in which, you know, you hear this, you hear this phrase that you build back better from, from the government a lot of the time. And there's a real focus now on, you know, when we do go back to whatever the new normal looks like, that, you know, we do that in a sustainable and environmentally uh, friendly way. What have you been doing at Blackerton to to increase your your the, the impact of the environmental credentials that you've got? Sure. So I have to say the the principles were here before we were. So there were some solar panels. There were some um, water tubes which heat heat water up on on the farmhouse, and there was a borehole. Um, which we had to do some work on to get to the required standard. Um, but sustainability isn't just about those things which are very visible and very obvious. So for us, when we were looking to renovate, it was about working with suppliers who could justify that their linen and towels are coming through a responsible and ethical supply chain. It was about knowing that where possible, our furniture and our beds, especially, and our beds are the same beds which are used by leading five-star hotels, that they were made in the UK. Um, it also meant that we wanted to work with local tradespeople. So when we looked to, to get support for putting in new walls, ceilings, um, turning the place upside down, ultimately, we needed to find local people that could source locally and really help us. Um, when it came to things like kitchens, um, a lot of kitchens just get thrown away at the end of the day. Um, and even when new kitchens are put in, they're not necessarily sourced from responsible sources. But you can, if you ask most of kitchen suppliers, find out what percentage of materials are sustainably sourced. And our kitchens are 70% sustainably sourced. All the lighting has now been replaced to um, being low energy LEDs. Um, we've introduced bees onto Dartmoor from here. So we, we've got a beekeeper now that's brought bees here. And even a quirky little thing, we have miniature donkeys and um, they cut down the amount of petrol we need to use because 
they help mow the lawns. So rather than mowing the lawns <laughs> weekly, we might only have to do it every three weeks when they can't keep up. Um, so there's lots of things which we've been, been looking to do. And I, I'd, I'd go beyond environmental as well, in terms of sustainable and ethical. We've also targeted, um, proactively targeted groups which might be underrepresented at staying at places like this. So um, people with accessibility needs, people which come from underrepresented parts of the community or people with, with, with disabilities. Um, we have proactively reached out to them and made little adjustments to make sure that they can have a great holiday too. It's amazing. There's, you know, when you start to listen to what you've what you've created at Blackerton, you know, not just focusing on your journey from booking through to the experience that they receive, you've really looked at, you know, the the, the things that are going to be important to to your guests, but also making sure you're accessible to to, to many different types of guests as well. Um, Marcus, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today, and I really thank you for your time. And I know our listeners will get a huge amount of confidence, particularly those in the in the hospitality industry about what you've talked about today um how do people find out more about blackerton how do they get in contact with you okay so if people want to get in touch with us the easiest way is to our website it's cottages at blackertonfarm.co.uk we're also on instagram and facebook and people just have to search cottages at blackerton farm to find us we're also on TripAdvisor under the same handle as well Amazing. Marcus, thank you for your time. It's been lovely to talk to you today. Good luck with the season. I know you're, it looks as if you have an amazing one. And uh, yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for spending some time on Customer Experience R&R. Uh, thank you for having me. Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, where do I book? In fact, I, <laughs> I would book, but they're full up because yeah. I went in and I had a look. Um, Marcus, uh, do we can we can we get in anyway? Seeing as we are on our podcast, any favours you can do us, you know, let us. Let's yeah, book yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Go down and experience award winners, it. award winners as well. I know it's good that, isn't it? What do you reckon then? What did you think? Well, wow. Uh, in, in terms of impact and customer ready readiness, are you customer ready? Are you putting in place the certain things that make a difference for your customers when they come? Because if you put customers at the heart of what you do, it'll make a big impact is there you know impact zone absolutely understanding what the customers are requiring thinking about how they might want it in different ways not just sticking to the traditional you know the the idea of not just having a pamphlet full of or a, a folder full of pamphlets about what you're going to do when you arrive on the table you know it's well we've sent it to you previously we've used technology we're using it in a different way and 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 that side of things uh, i picked up on a, a lot really it's uh, they've clearly thought about things and going beyond that into the whole sustainability piece it's, it's really really great to hear because it really matters to clients and customers it doesn't matter what business you do i mean clearly from a hospitality point of view uh, it's really important because it's physically there you can see it all but it's the same with any business you know where do you get your paper from where do you source your paper who does various things for your for your company who cleans your windows is it a local company all of these things environmental and sustainability um, angle is, is really important so I thought that was fantastic to hear about particularly in such a gorgeous area you know it does it does make a big difference so so yeah it, it's the thought that goes into it and the planning piece I don't know about you, but the, the whole the start of the conversation there about, um, you know, the, we didn't see this coming pandemic. Well, nobody did. Mm. But his then point about, but actually it's given us a, really, a bit of a kick. 
So it's now in our plans. So that 10 year cycle, something's going to occur, whether it's a pandemic, it's a crash, as you said, in terms of money, something is going to occur, put it into the planning piece um, and make sure that you can sort of um, cover it in the rest of the years. And uh, it sounds like they, they've got that sorted. So, yeah, real, real pleasure to speak to. And, and flashbacking. What did you think of flashbacking? Oh, crack, what a cracking term. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. The, 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 the key, there's a couple of things that, that really stuck with me after that interview. The first one was, um, and, and, I, and I don't, and I mean this in, 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 the, in, in a really constructive way, hallelujah, a business that really, really gets it and understands the importance of the client journey. And, you know, just before we started recording, Marcus was talking to me about, you know, how he and Ryan, you know, when there's an issue, uh, they call it that they have a board meeting the next day about it and that you know that that's their sort of code for talking it through and, and finding a solution and um you know what was really evident was the way they've designed the business has all been around what uh customers are would expect you know what would you expect you know i'd, I'd expect that you know i have good tech when i arrive you know it always yeah. makes me laugh when you when you look at holiday accommodation and they list wi-fi as a you know as a as a as, as an extra and you're like yeah Hang on, you know what century are they in yeah. um because you know that 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 fundamentally now um is is just a given you know yeah and, and you know the, the other sort of and, and this is why they're in the impact zone they they thought in in he talked to me about so the different people that 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 are using um using the the, the cottages of retreat but they thought in in the minutest detail about Actually, if there's a big group here, you know, we can get, I think they call them, I think it's Devon Larder, uh, which are a Dartmoor-based company that can come in and put a chef in to cook your dinner yeah. for you. Um, you know, there's a, there's a games room. They've, they've even thought about, you know, if it's a wet day, here's what to do in Exeter, here's what to do in Plymouth, but not in a way of, um, you know, here's a few, as you say, here's a few pamphlets. They've written blogs on it. You know, you go to their website, there are blogs on the new... 40 odd million museum in the, in the yeah. centre of Plymouth, you know, so they, they've really thought through as a guest, if I was here, what, what, what would be important to me? And I, and, and actually what, what was really, really impressive uh, was, I think he said that 60% of those who were with them last year, who, who went to, were able to stay with them in 2020 had rebooked 60% yeah. had rebooked for the following year, yeah. you know? So yeah clearly that that you know the recommendation and the fact that you know i want to come back again you know i didn't get to do it all but you know i'm back again and mm. you know he was he was really really clear on the direction uh the continued direction of the business needs to be all around um all around the client journey what was really interesting though was um you can tell that both ryan and marcus put their heart and soul into that business and, you know, he talked at length um, before and during um, the, the, the interview about, you know, people come back to see us. They want to, you know, they want to see, yeah. uh, you know, we're part of the experience now as well because, you know, we've made friends, we've built a rapport. And again, you know, we talk about that a lot, don't we, about, you know, the fact that lots of small businesses, you know, the MD or the owner, they are the business. They are the Facebook. They're yeah. building the rapport. Mm. So that's given them another another challenge now about you know how do, they, how do they take time off but i have no doubt they will find a very very smart way of either leaving a you know virtual hello from them or welcome or whatever it is so that you know people get to see yeah. and see marcus and ryan well you, know, you think about the sustainability stuff because i thought that was really on you know really on the button as well build back better and all that stuff 
Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I, it, it, it's a critical part. We know that, that they are creating an experience and experience is influenced by a lot of different factors. You know, whether it is the venue, the people, the building, the type of sheets on the beds, the type of beds where they're made, all of these things add up to create that great experience. So we've got, and I know I am more, I am more sustainably aware than I've ever been. Um, because I know, you know, I, do I want something that has been imported miles and miles and miles and miles? Or would I like to know that the wardrobe has been crafted by a local carpenter um, just down the road? Absolutely. It's great. It, it, it adds into that whole experience piece. So, you know, for all those pieces of, yeah, well, we've, we've won an award or we came second in an award, tick a box. No, it's not about that. Because it all comes together and all adds in to that big experience where Marcus is there, he's part of the experience. The quality of the bed is another part of the experience. And these all drive people to, and he spoke about his conversion rates, mm. you know, that speed of response mm. on mm. their on their um, booking. You know, people are saying, right, brilliant. Yeah, great. They've come back to me straight away. It must mean they're interested in me as a customer. As soon as I've put a, a request into for something and it takes three or four days to come back, too late i've gone somewhere else um you know so it's, it's all part of the experience which is really interesting more so i think than the sustainable it's, it's, on its own yeah and, and i love the fact that that even thought down to the impact of the lawnmower so they've got a couple of don miniature donkeys um, <laughs> i want to go and see the donkeys i want to yeah, go and see the donkeys absolutely but, but just on your point around speed of response because we talk about that a lot as well don't we um yeah. i put an inquiry in for um some accommodation in the october half term I did that three days ago. I am still waiting for a response. Yeah. And what was really interesting was Marcus said, we know that on a Sunday evening, that's yeah. our busiest time for inquiries. They knew, you know? Um, yeah. Based yeah. on tech, you know, there's yeah. a lot of stuff you can automate. There's a lot of stuff that you can actually, you know, um, it doesn't need to be hard work. It doesn't need to be thinking, oh, you know, put a finger up. Well, which direction is the wind blowing today? Which, which way are the customers going to come in? Who are they? We're not sure. We can find out there's lots of ways of doing it for multiple businesses um so they're, they're, there's almost no excuse these days you know mm -hmm. as as we've said and i've said a number of times good enough isn't and clearly marcus and the, and the these guys are are demonstrating that you know they are going beyond good they're going to great and mm -hmm. it's making an impact on the business this is the key thing it impacts the commercials we can see conversion rates have gone up <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a no-brainer happy customers yeah. gonna stay around gonna rebook gonna tell other people how brilliant it is yeah. it's you know we talk about it time and time again but it's great to be able to speak to those sort of organizations isn't it because it just shows that they're out there and yeah. they are within that 20 percent of people who are not who are outside of the awareness zone that we spoke about a few weeks ago most yeah. most organizations are aware that they should be doing more and they're aware that it can make a difference but they don't do it these guys are in that impact zone they're making a difference really are yeah. so it's great great to hear from them yeah absolutely well that brings us to the end of our chat again um it's been a great one this this week um yep so yeah happy easter everybody if, if you're watching this after easter i hope you had a great easter um and uh next week uh we've got another great uh interview lined up we're, we're going to be chatting to uh dave meadows who runs uh, an animation business uh, in plymouth and southampton and they're going to talk about um, how animation is changing the way of communication with clients. So I'm uh, really looking forward to that. Farm cottages, holidays to animation. Is there nothing we can't cope with and cover on this podcast? I'm, I astound myself on a weekly basis. I tell you. Um, well, I'd love to stop talking, but as you can see, the, 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 
weather behind me, yes. Tyler is calling. So I've got to go. Enjoy. Like, share, and comment. Yes, absolutely. Speak soon. Cheers. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details.